afternoon. Welcome to the channel Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Welcome to a Monday, the first Monday of December. And, you know, it could have been a little bit more exciting. Uh, it was definitely an interesting trade that we saw on the numbers today. We'll talk about this roller coaster that we we're on with the cattle market. You know, we saw some exciting news happen for wheat when it came to a buy from China. And the corn market just kind of flat as the beans saw their lower trade. But we're going to start out on this livestock side today. Kyle Bumstead joins us. Kyle is with Allendale. So let's talk about this cattle market. Did we have to deal with a lot of technicals in this trade or is it just an off Monday where we were all over the board? Hi, uh, well, Susan, uh, that's a great question. First of all, thanks for having me back. I think it's been an off month for cattle, uh, off two months for cattle, or three months almost. Uh, we started this descent here in the middle of September and uh, kind of looked like, at one point in time today, it looked like we were going to put in a reversal here on both the live cattle and the feeder cattle. We had dropped down these feeders down to 209.15, which the next technical downside target is going to be down in the 203s on the January contract. And then after that, there's a little gap back down there on the 190 area. So um, we've still got $20 to go. It's it's crazy to think that we've dropped uh, over $55 on this January feeder contract here in a span of about three months, and we're still above 200 bucks. So can we hang on to that $2 handle? I hope we can. Uh, but uh, with this kind of action, it doesn't seem likely if we're making these kind of moves. Now, I know I'm sounding bearish. And I've been bearish on cattle for a while. Even during the bull rally, I was bearish. And now we're back. This rally is completely gone here in cattle that we started with. And case in point, looking at these live cattle here, uh, we've got these April this April contract down here. I was looking at today. I think that contract came on the board somewhere on that 165, 165 and change area. And we're sitting here at 169.70. So we've basically gotten rid of a, you know, we, we've basically come full circle here on some of these contracts or almost full circle on some of these contracts. And um, at some point in time, there's going to be some short covering here by some of these non-commercials, especially in this feeder cattle market, because they don't stay short feeder cattle for long periods of time. So that's one of the bullish things we got going for us. But uh, until we get this feeder cattle market in the countryside, the cash feeders to start picking up and picking this index up, and really getting it stabilized, which is tough to do around the holidays. These feeders right now, the way they're trading, are anticipating cash feeders to be dropping another 7 to $10 here before they go into expiration, which is at the end of January. January 25th, they go off on these January feeders. So at some point in time, we're going to see that rubber band snap back. I'm just not sure what the catalyst is going to be in order to get that rubber band to snap back. So you so, look... Uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, but when you look at this and the way these prices are dipping, very frustrating for that cattle producer, especially if they've got a lot sitting in that feedlot at the moment and wondering because they bought ahead and looking into 2024. That is correct. It is very frustrating. Now, um, the, the, the thing that's going to be real interesting is what's going to happen here in the next 60 days because a lot of these cattle that were placed off that February and April board They've got 190 plus break even. Some even have closer to 198 break evens in this April contract, and that's even with corn sitting where it's at, you know, 460 cash or 450 cash, even local cash corn, you know, 450, 460 cash. Some of these cattle are losing big, and uh, it's really going to be the the what's going to happen here in the next 30 to 60 days. Uh, that's that's a question that uh, we'll know we'll know more about when that when that time comes, but. Uh, to get this thing really to start turning around, our box beef has been very poor. Our demand has been very poor as far as box beef goes. 
And that's just saying, look at the look at the choice cutout. I mean, choice cutout could drop back to 275 before we stimulate demand there again. And last week, case in point, a full week after a shortened holiday week, we did not see the product jump at all or rally at all. And that's a concern to me because normally we see this thing, this thing, th this market this time of year is typically working higher. And we, we typically set a, a high for cash fats the fourth quarter of the year. Well, I look for them to be lower this week. And that's just a concern that I have is this cash market can't get stabilized here. It looks like it's going to be lower here. It was lower last week and it looks like it's going to be lower again this week. However, there is a well-known seasonal coming up here at the end of the week based off that April contract. And uh, that might be something here that might hook and, and uh, try to bounce this market here short term. So do you look at, you talk about the consumer movement of beef. We're into that holiday season. We usually start to see, you know, a lot more beef opportunities, but is it too little too late for December? The way it's acting, yes. I mean, I, I, I'm not seeing a lot of positive here for the, for the, for the choice or the, or the, the choice to select cutout. So it tells me that, you know, it's kind of struggling as far as that goes. Now I know people are still eating, but they're not eating the expensive retail cuts that people, that, that most of us think they're eating. They're just not doing it. So, uh, they're spending more on the Christmas side of things and, uh, they're, they're, they're spending their money other places right now this time of year when, you know, in the past we've seen them spend it here at the retail meat counter. They're spending it somewhere else the way it looks. Okay, what about the hogs? What are you seeing for them? Yeah, the hog complex, that's an interesting one, too. Um, we got the index sitting here on 70 and a half, and uh, the Feb contract's running right there with the index. So right now it looks like they're tied up neck and neck. It looks like that chart there is trying to build. Um, we did have a nice bounce here in this uh, off that 65.80 low here we posted here on uh, November 28th, and then we put in that reversal there on Friday. It wasn't quite an outside day lower, but it looks like we could go back and retrace maybe 50% of this recent move here down to around that uh, 69, 69 and a half area and then see if we want to build on the momentum to turn this thing back up. So uh, when you zoom out, though, it looks like hogs are trading in a you know downward trending channel uh, based off that low we had on October 24th of this recent low, and then uh, we've got the highs back there on uh, see the, about the 20th of uh, September and uh, the highs from uh, the 13th of November. So we are, tra we are trending lower in a downward trending channel here on this, on this uh, lean hog market. Well, lots of th things to factor into. We'll stick around when we come back. Yeah. We're also going to take a look at what's happening on the grain side of it. I'm sure a very strong influence, too, as we watch this uh, cattle market. And they watch mm -hmm. the jumping and, and transitions that we continue to see as well on the grain side of it. Well, more of it is coming up. When we come back, we'll talk about the uh, China. They did some buying of the wheat. Did that catch some folks by surprise? And this flatline feel right now for this corn market. Lots more around the corner. It's a Channel Final Bell, the Rural Radio Network. Fontenelle Hybrids and the other regional brands, along with Channel Seed, are merging in 2025, and we're ready to up your seed game. Here's Channel Seed professional Dustin O'Hanlon from Lexington. I, I'm extremely excited about this to see the focus of taking all 11 brands and moving into one and combining the knowledge that we've got into one brand and bringing every bit of that together so we can have one focus, which is taking care of our growers. For more, contact your local Channel Seed professional. Welcome back to the Channel Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield as we continue our conversation this afternoon with Kyle Bumstead, Kyle with Allendale. And we're talking about the livestock perspective. And before we jump into grains, I want to know this ebb and flow. We've seen the roller coaster side, obviously, on, on the livestock side. But you look at these grains and you're trying to buy feed. Um, it's some interesting uh, grain purchasing times as well for these cattle and just livestock in general feeders. 
That is correct. Now, the corn market looks like to me it's going to sleep. It's been asleep here for the last month or so, and I think it's even going to get worse here as we move forward here closer to the holidays. So I look for this March to trade anywhere from 495 down to 475, and that looks like that's going to be the range, and that's what the range we've been stuck in. So, uh, I mean, look for that to continue here. We did see a little bit of a commercial buying here start the day uh, or start the week off here. The March gained on the May here by about a half cent, so it looks to me like there might have been a little commercial buying. We could see another sale announced here uh, over the coming days. Uh, we did see Mexico in buying corn, and we did see a few corn sales here late last week. And to start this week, we did see a corn sale as well. So uh, looking over here at the beans, uh, that's a, I think that the beans have been under pressure here just basically because the bean meal market's been giving it up. We're uh, roughly, what, $40, $42 off our highs here in this Jan bean meal. We had a high up around 4 and a half somewhere in there, and we closed around 408 today. And uh, that market there looks like it's put in the top, and I think that's what's kind of weighing on the beans. Now, beans are uh, still being uh, our beans are still uh, at the mercy of South American weather forecasts right now. And if we look though, we have been slightly building some more carry in this bean market, which it was you know pretty bullish here last uh, couple weeks. Two weeks ago it was pretty bullish, but now we've built some carry into this market, and the market's saying, I don't want your beans right now. I I, I don't want them. I'm going to pay you to hold them, but. We have seen the basis improve here, so it looks to me like the merchandisers are going to the cash market having to push the basis here to try and get some beans bought. Now, the one that everybody's been talking about, and it was kind of a, a not necessarily a head scratcher, but just kind of raised your eyes to, was the fact that we've been selling some soft wheat here, some Chicago-style wheat to China. And that's a good thing. We do need to sell them a lot more. We could sell them a lot more. We did get pretty cheap on wheat, but, I mean, as far as historicals go, it's not cheap wheat when you look at a long-term chart. It, 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 it's 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 very cheap wheat given uh, what the fact of cost of inputs and things are from the farming aspect of it. But history tells us that it's not that cheap. We have seen wheat trade uh, in the lower fours for several months on end, even years at a time here. So um, it does look good to see uh, some sales there going to China, but we still have a lot of carry in that market, and it's still bearish as far as the, the setup structure of the wheat market still very bearish. So looking forward here, we're going to have to move a lot more wheat to China or in the, in the world in general in order for us to get this uh, wheat market really picked up but again there they they have a bullish case there if these non-commercials these funds want to come in here and cover shorts that could give us a nice rally here in this complex just for the simple fact that uh, these uh, non-commercial funds are holding a big short in that complex so let's take a look at the at the bigger picture when you talk of of the global demand that's out there and it's no surprise that it's been quieter because they've looked to south america for their options but is there some hope? I mean, I know we've got some weather that we've been discussing, and many in the markets say, let's not worry about weather in South America. But is there a chance mid-December into the new year that they might do some purchasing and some new crop beans from us? It is possible. Yeah, any, anything's possible. I mean, it's they, we've been seeing some we've been seeing some off and on sales here uh, to China here for the last uh, couple of months. So yeah, it's completely possible we could see that. Uh, the thing that's a little bit bearish to me or still sticks out is these non-commercial funds, though they're still kind of in liquidation mode, as we saw as of the close last Tuesday. They were still liquidating their uh, bean longs, and they still got quite a few longs on the books there if they want to keep liquidating. So we will go down probably and find some some place there where we do stimulate some demand, but the price has got to get down there. In order to find those buyers to step into the market. All right, so South American Weather asked you about that. Should we be carrying right now, or is it a let's just wait and see what the next couple months bring? That's a, that's a good question there, because we just for, uh, 
uh, started here the 1st of December up here in the States, and that's the equivalent to the 1st of June for us. Is It's like the 1st of June down there in their growing season. So we've got a lot of time yet, another 30 days. I mean, that's when they're going to start really looking at pod fill and things like that as far as what's their weather situation looking like for the beans that are in there. We've been hearing how they're dry, but they've been getting some intermittent rains, sporadic rains, if you will, on the maps. So I think we got to give this thing a little time yet here before we really see if they've got a big problem. So what are you going to be looking for as we look at this first full week of December? First full week of December, I'm going to be watching corn here to see if they uh, take any carry out of that market, see if the basis uh, flips at all. Uh, also here, I'm still watching that uh, bean to corn ratio, that NOV 24 to DS 24 corn to bean ratio, which today looks like it closed around 2.48, which uh, anything uh, 2.4 or over uh, says uh, it, it favors or there looks like there's going to be more bean acres. So it looks like corn could have to, uh, you know, maybe buy a few acres. And we're already working on that. So when they when, when we get to the month of March and everybody says, well, they got to buy acres yet, no, that's already being done right now. So it looks to me uh, like there's going to be a few more bean acres the way, the way things are acting as far as the spread versus those two goes. All right, great things today. What's the best way for folks to kind of sit down and have this conversation with you some more? You can call me here at the office at 308 708 7340. All right, that has been today's channel final bell. As we always remind you, commodity futures and options do involve a substantial risk of loss, not always suitable to all investors. And that is the channel final bell. It is brought to you by Channel Seed and your local Channel Seed professional. You can check this out as a podcast at ruralradionetwork.com or wherever you subscribe for those free podcasts. And that is today's version of the channel final bell right here on the Rural Radio Network.